0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At goToDobs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
1: Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alongside Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivs and BK on a 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and and celebrity line. Happy to be joined by our guy Mark Saxon. He is the Cardinals insider for 101 ESPN and the Athletic. Saxy, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today?
0: I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Better than I'm now with you guys. What's going on? Oh, we are living the dream
1: here today, Saxy. So let's get started with what we saw yesterday and with the Cardinals bullpen, because with John Gant going down for right now an undisclosed amount of time, what do the Cardinals do at the back end of that bullpen without him and without Gallegos who ultimately gets some of those more high leverage innings now, in your opinion?
0: Yeah, that's a big blow. I mean, you look at the last two years, who were the anchors of the bullpen? And I would say, You know, John Gann, Giovanni Gallegos, and they, you know, Mike Schultz leaned on those guys quite a bit last year, early part of this year. um, To see him not only, you know, give up games, but also have to leave with the same injury, coincidentally, but um, big blow. Um, I think you'll see Alex Reyes um, pushed into a little higher leverage type of a role. I think, you know, depending what Genesis Cabrera comes out you know, I know he's okay with the, with the hangnails and everything, but um, I think Andrew Miller now maybe becomes the closer, but you know, it's not ideal. What you want is three or four guys who are locked down and to lose two of them is a big deal. Like within a matter of days, I think that's legit.
1: So Saxy, with that being said, I'm going to put you in the position of a Cardinals fan here Uh, out of these pitchers, out of the bullpen. How many guys do you really have faith in, in terms of giving the ball to in big situations?
0: Yeah, again, those those were really the two guys who you just know, you know, for the most part, um, especially in Gallegos' uh, case, he wasn't going to walk people. Um, he was going to get a key strikeout when he needed to. Um, I would say the guy who I'm, you know, interested in seeing more of is Alex Reyes. Um, in spring training, he wasn't throwing 98, 99 miles an hour that we're seeing lately, I think. You're seeing a guy whose mechanics are syncing up, who feels good, whose stuff is absolutely electric. And while I realize he's had some stumbles here and there, because of that stuff and, again, everything looking like it's coming together, I think they really need to find out what they have in him because he could be an absolutely crucial piece, you know, going into the the stretch drive but also potentially the postseason. Um, When you think about either the possibility of using him in kind of a two inning lockdown role, a Josh Hader type, type role, or as a traditional closer, I would really want to see what he can do in these high leverage situations. And I also think for him as a guy who got shut down by injuries for basically three years, he's probably just, you know, chomping at the bit to get a high leverage role and show what he can do. So I think that's a guy they really need to explore and find out what he can be.
1: We're talking with Mark Saxon, Cardinals insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. Saxy, what do the Cardinals do in the outfield now? Because it feels like Matt Carpenter has come back from the dead. He is now going to be your third baseman regularly whenever there's not these double headers every day. But, I think at least one of those outfield spots is going to be patrolled by Tommy Edmond. I think another one right now you would have to say is Harrison Bader's spot to lose. What do they do with that third spot?
0: I think they're going to keep giving Tyler O'Neal opportunities. Um, you know, he is a guy who, if you look at his career, is very, very streaky. If they could get him on a hot uh, hot streak, I guess a little bit like a Matt Carpenter, um, just kind of the younger version, younger right-handed version of it. When they get streaky, they can kind of carry you for a while, and I, I think they could use that, right, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, the fact that, you know, Brad Miller has been one of your key guys and and now Carpenter is heating up, I think they have to leave, you know, Edmund in the outfield for the moment because you got to figure out a way to get both of those guys in the lineup. And so now – you know, right field becomes covered or, or maybe left field at times. But I do think Tyler O'Neal will get those opportunities. You know, Lane Thomas just really hasn't gotten it going any, with any consistency. A guy I've been wondering why they don't give a look to is Justin Williams, who hasn't budged out of that satellite camp. Um, I know you all haven't seen a whole lot of him be, unless you watch spring training games. But um, he's got some real pop from the left side and, and a big arm in right field. Um, And I I asked Mike Schultz about that the other day, and he said, look, we just haven't quite seen the consistency that we need from him. But I'm kind of thinking in the back of my mind, you know, you don't need consistency at this point because the the season is getting so short. I would want to find out my best 28 guys as I'm thinking about the postseason because – Barring a disaster, they're going to get into the postseason. You know, pretty much everybody is in the National League this year. Uh,
1: Saxie, with that, with with Mike Schilt saying that, and I know you know we, do, we try not to read too much in between the lines there, but, but but is that more Schilty sticking with the fact that they really don't believe Williams is ready, or is that they're just trying to cling on to whatever they can with Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas?
0: Yeah, there may be a little bit of the latter, you know. And John Mozeliak really staked his sort of support of those guys all offseason by by not, you know, making much of an effort to bring Marcelo Zuna back, not really exploring the outfield market. So he he's sort of tied to those guys as well. But I do, to answer your question, I do sense that there's a bit of a worry with Justin Williams, just that he's a little raw at this point. But again, because of that skill set, you think about this team, you know, left-handed power. Unless Carpenter can kind of get back to what he was, um, they don't have a whole lot of it. I know, you know, Brad Miller has been a very pleasant surprise, but you wouldn't look at his baseball card or his baseball reference page and go, yeah, that's a guy we expect to hit cleanup, you know, this year and the rest of the year and into the postseason. I think, you know, opposing teams as they're looking at, you know, if we look ahead a little bit to a playoff type series you know they're going to look at this lineup and not be terribly you know worried about it
1: wanted to ask you two more questions here Saxy. one the first one on dakota hudson who was once again really good over the weekend taking that no hitter all the way into the sixth i i had questions about him coming into the season especially with the command and some of the walk issues that we had seen from him in the past leading all of baseball with walks last year what have you seen from him so far this season and how I mean, how effective can he be moving forward? As he feels like he could maybe even be a two or a three starter in the future for this team.
0: Oh, I would absolutely think that would be his upside. Um, you know, definitely a two. If if you know, I think one of the things with Dakota Hudson that you've always looked at, you know, we all see the walks, right? And you you wonder whether he just throws enough strikes or enough quality strikes. I think with with the, some of the more analytically minded. People who look at the game, they were a little concerned with the strikeout rate and the fact that he does rely on contact. When you do that, obviously, you're bringing luck into play more than, let's say, a Clayton Kershaw, Adam Wainwright, certainly in his prime, would get a lot of strikeouts. The strikeout pitchers tend to be more popular with the analytics crowd, right? But Dakota Hudson, his strikeout rate is ticking up, and I think the reason for that is they've really almost forced his slider down his throat. They like that pitch. Now, he's a little more comfortable, I think, attacking with his sinker and throwing the occasional slider. I think they've pushed him to throw the slider more to find out if it can be a strikeout pitch, and I think what we're finding out is that it can, and if he can get that swing and miss into his game, in addition to that, you know, efficient, kind of poor contact, a lot of ground balls, you know, typically leads the major leagues in ground balls, that's really who he is, but If you can augment that with like, you know, that six or seven strikeout per nine rate, you know, that's pretty good.
1: It's also working against lefties. Um, He he had some issues with them in the last couple of years. They had 275 against him in 2018, 260 last year. And now lefties are batting just 125 against him in 2020. And he's using that slider a lot against them. So uh, maybe he's found his out pitch against lefties, which is obviously not insignificant. Uh, sexy last question for you, because I was reading over on the athletic earlier today and your co colleague, uh, Jim Bowden said that he would like to see the Cardinals sign George Springer in the off season. I I wanted to get your thoughts on this because we all know that this is going to be a strange off season for every team with the revenue that teams are not bringing in, but obviously the Cardinals could certainly use an outfielder. What do you think about George Springer as an option for the cards this off season?
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, I love George Springer's skill set, um, you know, power, leadoff guy that um, will get on base for you. It, it's kind of exactly what this team needs. I do have to say, BK, you know, I, I'm thinking along the same lines as you. Um, they didn't want to spend a whole lot last off season, And now what's happened since then? You know, what's happened since then is they've had this shortened season um, with no gate and i don't see that changing going into this offseason now that doesn't mean they can't make impact moves but i just don't see them you know signing a 3 or 4 year deal for a player that young and in that high quality maybe i'm wrong maybe there is a plan in place but i would expect the impact moves maybe to be you know because of the economic situation to be more along the trade trade lines and that could mean and i think they're going to have to look long and hard at moving some of this pitching depth For offense. And, you know, maybe it's a George Springer type player on another team they're willing to part with because the Cardinals dangle a pitcher that's so exciting. But, you know, that just may have to be the route they're going to take. But as a name, I really like that in terms of the fit for this team.
1: Well, you're going to have plenty of baseball to cover over the next couple of weeks. We're going to find it all on uh, The Athletic. We can follow you on Twitter at Mark A. Saxon. Saxy, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today.
0: All right, guys, take it easy. You're the best.
1: That is Mark Saxon joining us here on 101 ESPN.